What's cracking? Big dogs. Welcome, bike, to the channel. Welcome, bike, to the headquarters. My name is Nicholas. This is BDGE. Big dogs gotta eat. It's week four of the NFL season. Things are taking form. We're starting to see what roles have become of of certain t- positions and players on teams and all that nonsense. My plants are getting dusty. We ain't gonna dust them shits though. Dusting's for the fucking birds. Am I right? Am I right? All right. Today we are. Today we're gonna do something uh, a little different. Okay, and that's because of uh, a few reasons. We're going to talk about rest of season rankings, all right? We're a quarter of the way into the season, and um, things have flipped dramatically. Things have flipped dramatically in terms of where we drafted players, what their ADP was, and and what their ADP will be, should be now, right? If we redraft, this is basically what we're going to do today. We're going to redraft our draft and talk about rankings amongst positions, rankings amongst the overall players, uh, going forward and how we would draft them going forward based on what we've seen up to this point, snaps, routes. I love that Twitter is like Twitter has become each year, like Twitter becomes obsessed with different statistics. Like two years ago, it was like air yards. Last year it was like snaps. This year it's routes run. Like people I feel like would rather just have someone who runs a shitload of routes than someone who actually uh, who's actually good on a football field. And you love to see it. So today what we're going to do, thanks to, our beautiful people over at Underdog Fantasy. I can't believe they gave me that sign. I'm pretty sure it's like a $5,000 sign. Um, they have done something pretty cool. They have relaunched their best ball drafts. Okay? They've relaunched their best ball drafts starting from now until October 14th. So we have two weeks and a day to rip off as many drafts as possible. Okay? It's going to be a two-week open period where we're redrafting teams. We're going to be looking, we're going to be doing this each week. So make sure you're signed up on Underdog. All right. Underdog Fantasy, it'll be the first link in the description. And in order to draft, every draft comes with winners and losers. Thus, you have to pay to get into the draft. So $3, first place, second place, third place brings home money. Money. I know a lot of y'all fucked up your teams. Your redraft teams stink. Your own three, your one and two. Your best ball team stinks because you went too fucking heavy on J.K. Dobbins and, uh, and players like that. Now's your time to get redemption. And underdog, just when you think, just when you think you're out, they pull you fucking bike in, baby. So shout out to underdog for opening up the best ball drafts again. All right. We're going to jump over. Actually, one more cool thing that uh that has been transpiring over the last 24 hours. I know a lot of y'all have heard about the NBA top shot hype, right? Just NFTs in general, buying these digital assets. NFL announced yesterday that they will be ooh, rolling out their product. No surprise, but they're supposedly going to be rolling out their product at some point during the season. So we're going to have a lot of content based around the NFL Top Shot. I'm not even sure what it's called. NFL Hot Route, NFL, NFL. They should call it NFL Blitz. But they have announced that it is officially coming to theaters near you soon. So we'll be doing a lot of YouTube comment on that. Uh, content on that. If you feel like you're late to the game, don't worry. It didn't even fucking start yet. We put the link in the description. Uh to sign up for it if you want down below. I don't get any kickback or anything. They just gave me a referral link for you guys to sign up. I know a lot of you guys are going to be very interested in that. So there's two links down below. There's an underdog link. There is the NFL Dapper Labs dink, dink, link, dink, link, dink. Go dink over to that website. Go sign up and we can uh, open up some top shop packs together. NFL Spice. 
flavored. Okay. So let's get into the rankings. Let's get into some fantasy football shit. As you can see on the ticker down below, I will not be taking sit star questions at this time during this hour, during the witching hour. Okay. So don't be dropping super chats in there asking me sit starts for this week because we ain't doing that. The weekly rankings will drop tomorrow at noon as always. BDGE.store forward slash community. How's everybody doing out there? Make sure you hit the thumbs up button if you enjoy the video. All right. Let's jump into the good shit. Okay. So if you go to Underdog Fantasy, let's turn this shit into dark mode, looking crispy for you. Let's put my social handles on the screen so y'all can go follow me, unfortunately. It's called Best Ball Resurrection. You're going to see it. it's the first one on here. Obviously, they have a beautiful app that you can download in which you'll also be able to see it on the on the home screen. Best Ball Resurrection. They are $10 buy-ins. And the beautiful part about it is if you throw $10 into your accounts and you use the promo code BDGE, you're going to be able to get an extra $10 on top of that. So you'll be able to do a draft this week. You'll be able to do a draft next week using the promo code BDGE when you deposit. Boom. Yes, we want to deduct $10 from our account because we're going to get that back plentyfold. The revenue will be multiplied. Oh, these, these drafts are filling. Let's go. Waiting for one person. Anyone out there watching the stream, we need one more person for the best ball resurrection. Get it quick. Get it right. Get it tight. Oh, you see the ADP starting to take fold here. Derrick Henry, number one. Dalvin Cook, number two. C-Mac, obviously, falling a little bit bike there because of the injury. Come on. Who's on it? Who's on it? Let's go. Camera doesn't focus. All right. Are we still are we still choppy? Can you guys see this? Oh, we've got the 104. Let's go. Anyone in here that I recommend and recognize? Don't think so. Nope. All right, cool. We got pad tie in front of us. The draft's gonna kick off in 32 seconds. How are we living right now, everybody? Can you guys still not see? Can you see the screen at least? Baby, are we wasted? Are we falling in love? Draft's kicking off in five, four, three. Ooh, the four spot's kind of interesting. Actually, no, there's enough running backs in the first round that I feel confident grabbing them. This is the normal um, roster construction that they did in the offseason where it was one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, and then a shitload of bench players. Obviously, they'll start the best players at each position each week. 101 on the clock. We're going to let it sink down all the way. I love that. Great to hear. Great to have you. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, obviously, if you're new. Derrick Henry going off of the 101. Can't argue it. The guy's getting an unbelievable amount of carries. Plus, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones both look to get hurt, and they have juicy matchups coming up where uh, where he should be able to get about 72 carries over the next two weeks. Okay, we're on the clock. Um, C-Mac, I don't know how. You know what? I'm not I'm not going to think too hard about this. I know he's hurt. We're probably going to miss two weeks. But just give me all the C-Mac. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. 
Uh, yes. I mean, if you own C-Mac and you can flip him for a Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook right now, I'm not going to be upset about it. If you can withhold for the next week or two, you know, if you started off 2-1, and one, you started off 3-0, I would say if you started off 0-3 or 1-2 and two with C-Mac, which is difficult to do, but if you did it, I'm not going to be mad at you for trying to move him. You know, hamstring injuries tend to linger. Um, some players push themselves to get back onto the field quickly. That could happen with a guy like Christian McCaffrey who wants to be out there. They're a team that's 3-0 right now, so you know he's trying to get out there to catch some dubs with his, with his teammates, with his fucking brothers. So uh, he might push it. You, you, you never know. Um, you know, it, it'd be nice to have someone in your lineup that you can actually trust that's actually going to get you points as soon as this week. But if you have some leverage, if you have some room, some cushion, Aaron Jones going at the 108, I feel like is just ro uh, robbery at this point. Anyone who grabbed him in the first round, you're feeling pretty fucking good about it. All the guy does is score touchdowns. Austin Eckler also deserved of a first round pick. Terry Kill, I feel like should not be going that high. Should not be going that high. Uh, I just don't think Terry Kill over these running backs makes any real sense right now. Uh, it was the reason I didn't really want to take him in the first round of drafts to begin with. Let's throw the draft board up here. Cooper Cup going all the way at the 110 as the wide receiver three. Uh, I'm going to be honest, man. I can't really argue against that. The connection that him and Stafford have is unbelievable. He's sitting at the what wide receiver. It's got to be the wide receiver one overall in fantasy right now. So we have Nick Chubb go off at the 111. Najee Harris at the 113. Interesting. So I would still be looking at guys like Zeke and Saquon Barkley as early. Like I would take those guys over the wide receivers still. Uh, Cooper Cup, though, does deserve to be around that draft area up at the 110 because he's just been so fucking good. Guy's been running so pure. It's like pure heroin coming out the veins there. Yeah, Nick Chubb at 111 is something I probably would have passed on. Uh, we're seeing, as you can see, as early as this week, you know, Kareem Hunt had his game where Nick Chubb, if he doesn't get in the end zone, it looks like he's giving you like seven to nine fantasy points kind of, which is not great. We're not seeing an uptick in passing work, so it seems like it's going to be the same old Nick Chubb performances that we see, which is nice, you know, uh, 1,400 yards from scrimmage, probably double-digit touchdowns, but that's not league-winning numbers. Uh, Waller, Najee Harris up at the 13, Zeke at 14, DeAndre Swift at 15, Saquon. I like, I like that start from Augie there at the 9 and 16. Joe Mixon at the 18. I cannot get behind that. Listen, like Joe Mixon has shown us kind of what he's what he's been over the last two weeks. Like again, he's he's got he had that big week one. <laughs> Wow, dude, look at the running backs, man. There is nothing left of the running back position. They're all the way down here. You also got to make sure that if you are in these drafts, the ADP is probably recalculating itself um, very, very quickly as these drafts happen. So you're going to see a lot of obscure ADPs as these drafts happen. Jonathan Taylor, the 2-8. Antonio Gibson on the 2-9 is hard to get behind. I'm probably going to rip off some wide receivers here. Uh, DK Metcalf, I think, will continue to just dominate shit here i'm not i'm not like too juiced up about gibson I've, as i've said the last couple of videos i've made mixon and gibson remind me of each other where it's like 
they don't really have that high of weekly ceilings because if they don't make a big play, like their teams are not on the goal line often, right? Gibson and good pick, pad tie. Mike Williams all the way up to 210. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Animal just said, I just woke up. I feel like death. I'm going to go get tested. And his dad just started feeling shitty yesterday. Ah, fuck. Pray, animal. Pray for animal. Pray for animal. Pray for animal's phagia. Um, DK Metcalf, Mike Williams, CD Lamb. So it's funny some of the discrepancies here. You're seeing Mike Williams go above Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is like the PPR guy, obviously. He's still getting like 10 to 12 targets a game. But Mike Williams is making plays downfield. He's getting involved in the red zone. And this is just an offense you want a bunch of pieces of, man. Like if I can get – I like where this is setting up to go right now. I would take either of Jefferson, Ridley, Keenan Allen, DJ Moore. Um, there goes Ridley. All right, so we're going to get one of our three wide receivers here. I mean, we're seeing a lot of what we thought we'd see from these these like middle tier guys, right? Not middle tier, but like second tier wide receivers, the Metcalfs to Justin Jefferson's. Um, we just thought we'd see games where they have big games, obviously like last week for both Jefferson and, and DK Metcalf and then worse games. Wow. Keenan Allen's still sitting there at the three. I'm really surprised he goes this late, man. I'm surprised. He's just such a staple of, um, he's just such a staple of, of fantasy offenses right now, though. I don't, I, man, I really don't hate the idea of taking, I think I'm actually going to take more over Keenan Allen. With I'm just thinking about with Christian McCaffrey out because with Christian McCaffrey out, DJ Moore is going to see an absurd amount of targets. He's a big play guy down the field. He's starting to get some end zone targets and shit. Let's look at some of this, the standings, the stats right now for fantasy in terms of targets and overall numbers and whatnot. Right now, Cooper Cup is the wide receiver. One, 33 targets, 367 yards, five touchdowns. That's insane. Didn't Cooper Cup have like four touchdowns all of last year? Get three touchdowns all of last year. Good Lord. Good Lord. Uh, so DJ Moore right now is sitting at the wide receiver 11. Because he's only got one touchdown, but 31 targets is tied for six in the NFL. He's got 22 catches, 285 yards. He's looking juicy as shit. Keenan Allen actually has 33 targets, which is second in the NFL, but he has fewer receptions and more. He's got fewer yards than more. Uh, I think both of them are great pieces to have, honestly. I, it's kind of like a toss-up, depending on what you like, safety or upside. I think um, DJ Moore is not competing for anybody for the alpha role because Robbie Anderson stinks this year. Terrace Marshall is playing enough to be a factor, but not good enough to have a ceiling weekly for fantasy. But Mike Williams sitting there as the wide receiver um, two right now in fantasy. Keenan Allen is down at wide receiver. See this far down. Oh, he's down at wide receiver 15. Okay. So, I mean, he's not that far down, but he's, uh, he's obviously much more of a problem for Mike Williams. If you're going to look at it that way, then Robbie Anderson is for, um, DJ Moore. 
So it's an interesting conundrum here. And again, guys, if you want to draft with me, if you want to come hang out, I'll be doing these drafts weekly. If probably this weekend as well, I'll probably be throwing them out into the Discord channel uh, to get access to the Discord. The little scroller down below, bdge.store forward slash community will get you access in there. So Kyler Murray, the first quarterback off the board. I don't think there's uh, even close to an argument to be made there. Um, He was my must draft quarterback going into the year. Makes no sense not to be ranking him as your quarterback one right now. The rushing is there. The passing is there. This offense is clicking on all cylinders, and the defense cannot stop anybody. Though I think DeAndre Hopkins should maybe take a little bit of a back seat here, um, at least at where he's getting drafted. They're at the 20, what was he, the 207 or something like that. We've seen some down games from him. I mean, he's always going to be a huge factor in the offense. He'll have his blow-up games. But Christian Kirk's a factor. A.J. Green's a factor. Rondell Moore is a factor. Chase Edmonds is a factor. They have a lot of weapons. And Kyle Murray's just running the ball a lot. So D-Hop, it's hard to look at him. I mean, I guess he's in that tier, but it's hard to look at him in like the Diggs, Cooper Cup, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams tier at this moment based on what we've seen from this offense. But a lot of really good wide receiver options. Um, What else do we have here? Mari Cooper, hard to get behind right now. C.D. Lamb looks like the alpha, clearly. Um, Chris Carson. Really good value if he's going to stay healthy, but he does have the hamstring injury that he's kind of dealing with right now. That I don't know if we have any updates on that. Let me check. Let me check if we have anything new on on the Twitter world. I'm not 16 picks away, am I? I feel like I'm like four picks away. Mm, you're seeing some guys drop. Woods at the 4-4, Kittle at the 4-5, Clyde at the 4-6. No, don't enter that. Who do I have? Yikes. Who do we have available at running back? Cream Hunt, Earl Henderson, Miles Sanders. Man, it is ugly at running back. I think I might just fade running back for a minute right now. Kind of want to fade wide receiver too. These guys all stink. Tight end pits. No, thank you, sir. Let's look at the quarterback position here. I hope ah fuck. I wanted Mahomes there. I really, really did. Um I think I think Lamar Jackson here at the 4-9 is pretty good value. I like Lamar Jackson. Um, I like Josh Allen, of course, too. I think I'm much more likely to be able to stack up players with... Eh, I could probably stack Sanders and shit, too, actually. Let's let's take Josh Allen so we can grab some stacks, actually, because I really... Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is a guy that I was propping up all offseason. I have so many shares of him in best ball, and, uh, and rightfully so, and I think he'll be someone that I'm targeting later on in this draft. I like Lamar Jackson there too, though. Uh, I think it was kind of a toss-up between the two. And with what's his face, Rashad Bateman activated from the IR today. He's going to start practicing. They have 21 days to pull him into the active practice or the active roster of 53 men. Um, so he can come back anytime over the next three weeks. Doesn't mean he's going to come back this week, though. Mm, nothing new with Chris Carson yet. So seems all good on the Carson front. So third, fourth round seems like a really good value right there. He's going to keep going as an underrated uh, RB1. Oh, bike on the clock almost. All right. 
Allen Robinson slipping, man. Debo, Julio. I really want to take Julio, but now the news that he's going to be possibly out hurts. T. Higgins also out. Deontay, everyone's just banged up right now. Everybody's hurt. It's hard to draft anybody with any sort of confidence. Um, I think I'm just going to take Debo here. Debo has looked like the best option out of everybody. And Debo continues to fall out. He, he had a he had a down game for the first time in a while. Go look at his numbers. He still had 10 targets, I believe. Five catches for like 60 yards, but Jimmy G was just miserable on offense. Um, Debo's obviously the wide receiver in San Fran you want to own going forward. But look at those numbers. 12 for 9, 189, a touchdown. Eight targets, six catches, 93 yards. 10 for 5, 52. So he's getting a ton of involvement in this offense, obviously, and uh, seems like the wide receiver one clearly going forward. So I think fifth-round value for Debo looks really, really good right now. So far, we got Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, DK Metcalf, DJ Moore, Debo Samuel. Uh, I need to start nailing the running backs because Christian McCaffrey is going to be out for at least another two weeks. So at this point in the season, though, it's kind of nice you know which players are going to give you volume at the running back position. Like Chase Edmonds is a nice little like zero running back prospect still. He doesn't have the weekly ceiling, but he's still going to catch five passes a game, probably put up 80 yards, hopefully grab uh, get into the touchdown area. So we're getting to the sixth round. I really don't want anything to do with Miles Sanders. Jonathan Williams is a guy that I can get behind because we'll be, you know, six weeks into the season. And he'll start taking over more and more of a role, even though Melvin Gordon is still a very good back and playing like it. And he's still going all the way down at 91, which makes no fucking sense. Josh Jacobs, who knows when he's going to be back. I really don't want to draft injured players because I already have C-Mac on my team. So we'll probably steer clear of anyone with an injury designation just because we can't be loading up our squads with players that already have injury designations. I think Miles Gaskin has second half breakout appeal still. I think his offense will eventually fucking get it together. Tua will be back eventually and he'll be all right. It's kind of like a decoy Chase Edmonds realistically at this point. Uh, Tony Pollard, not a bad pick. Jamal Williams, not a bad pick. Ugh, everyone else stinks. Don't like, I don't hate Zach Moss down here. James Conner's not a bad best ball pick either because when they're on the goal line, he'll get a lot of touches down there. Correll Patterson down at 127 it feels like an absolute value. This is what I'm talking about. Oh, I can grab Chuba too, even though I don't know if I want to stack the Carolina running backs. This is why it's fun to draft these now because the ADP is still very skewed and you can definitely win some value here. Like Patterson down at 127, people aren't really going to um, pay attention to that, even though some of y'all are probably in the chat in this actual draft too, fucking me up. Yeah, that's who we like for running backs right now. So we'll see who drops me at my next couple picks. Do we have anyone at tight end? Gronk, I don't really hate here. Higby's running a lot of fucking routes. He's been a baller. Logan Thomas has been pretty decent. After that, man, the tight end position is so ugly. Same thing every year. We talk about how we like a bunch of athletic guys at tight end 8 through 12, and then none of them ever pan out. It's the saddest story ever told. Ah, see, this is why I wanted to stack. This is why I wanted to get Lamar Jackson because Marquise Brown looks like an absolute fucking value play here. I was talking about this yesterday. If Marquise Brown catches those two passes, those two bombs to him on Sunday, he's the wide receiver two in fantasy right now. I 
I might pull some really heinous shit and grab Brandon Ayuk later and then still grab Trey Lance in like the 16th round. I really think the downfall for Jimmy G is coming soon. All right, we got a lot of running backs to choose from. Don't take Melvin Gordon. Don't be a piece of shit. All right, cool. Um, I'm going to wait on Melvin Gordon right now because he is the lowest of the ADPs. These guys all have two running backs already. He's the most likely to fall back to me probably. So I'm going to grab Chase here. Just give me a floor. Give me a little bit of a floor. Uh, of these guys that just ripped off the board, Miles Sanders, Damian Harris, Chase Edmonds, they're very close for me. They're definitely like in the same tier. I Honestly, Sanders might be last there. Sanders might be last. Him and Chase Edmonds have a very similar like rest of season outlook in my opinion, but Sanders catches fewer passes. Chase Edmonds gets more involved. If they're going to be down by the goal line, Sanders gets those, but Jalen Hurts takes carries and uh, they're not down by the goal line that often. So it's really hard to get excited at all about Miles Sanders. One of the easier fades this year in fantasy. Uh, Damian Harris. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about Damian Harris, but I'm not too, too worried. Oh, two good quarterbacks still left on the board. All right. So we're going to grab Melvin Gordon here. He's going to continue to see a lot of fucking touches. I'm surprised Javante Williams still goes a full round before Melvin Gordon. Like we've seen, we've seen Melvin Gordon um, continue to take at least 50% of the workload in this backfield. Like he's a really, really solid weekly RB2 that like he'll just never, he's the RB9 right now in fantasy. How crazy is that? All right, this is standard scoring. Let me move over to half PPR. If y'all are enjoying the video, can we please hit the thumbs up so YouTube knows that this shit don't suck? 42 carries to three games. He's only got seven targets. That's pretty ugly, actually. He's not very involved in the passing game, but but he's involved on the goal line. He's got two touchdowns in three games. Um, let's see, 107, 18 yards from scrimmage, 69 yards from scrimmage, 82 yards from scrimmage, and a touchdown in two out of three games. So he's going to continue to get work. Uh, him and Javante are going to continue to sit, split snaps. He's going to continue to be the least valued one in that backfield, but they're going to continue to do it. And they're a good team that relies on their defense. They're going to keep going ground and pound. Um, so Melvin Gordon, again, like this is this is a guy, you know, I think you could trade for. If you have a guy like Christian McCaffrey on your team and you need to fill the RB2 role or some shit, I think he's a guy that you can give off like some of these lower wide receivers. Like uh, I would trade Marvin. Marvin, eh, Actually, I'd probably keep Marvin Jones, but... I think that's fair. Like giving up Marvin Jones for Melvin Gordon if you need an RB2. Uh, Jalen Waddle coming off that big target day. I, I'd, I'd move Kenny G for, for Melvin Gordon. So I think there's a lot of moves to be made with, with like lower end RB2s that are just being very undervalued right now. They're not needle movers, as we like to say, but I think you can get away with Melvin Gordon being a, a cemented piece in your lineup. What else we got going on? Let's go through the motherfucking news. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. John Ross. Couldn't find a piece of news I gave a fuck less about. Curtis Samuel, designated for return from injured reserve. So they have, what, 21 days to get him onto the squad. Curtis Samuel's just not a guy I'm targeting. He's also not a guy I'm probably holding on to because, I, I don't know, this offense just doesn't move smoothly through the air. Uh, he will be the two when he returns, though, because Yami Brown has not really proven anything. Scotty Miller, irrelevant. Miles Boykin, irrelevant. So Julio Jones, status up in the air for week four due to a leg injury. He was held out for most, most of the second half against the Colts. Load management, not what you like to see. But Nick Westbrook, again, this is a guy I talked about Um in the last few videos, you should pick him up if you're in a deeper league. He's not someone, even if Julio and A.J. Brown miss this week, I'd imagine it's just going to be 45 carries for Derrick Henry. He's not like someone I'm excited to get into my lineups right away, but he's someone who sh you should hold in cases of multi-week absence, and they do end up looking good in week four. Shaw Bateman, return from IR. Let's go. Buck signed Richard Sherman. Great signing for them. Okay, so these Bengals injuries are actually kind of interesting for a few reasons. Um, their guard did not practice. Trey Wayans did practice. Awuzie did not practice on Tuesday due to groin injury. They also have Jesse Bates, their star safety, not practicing either. And the reason I think that's interesting is because an underdog got some sexy pickums to work with this week. You know, you can do the best ball drafts on underdog, but they also have um, player prop over under pick them shits to diversify the revenue. We'll get back to that in a second after I make my next pick. So we still have a lot of running backs on the board. None that I feel like I should jump up this early in the draft to grab, though. Do we like anyone at tight end? Not at the moment, no. Do we want to grab a second quarterback? Let's see if there's any value here. Tannehill with everybody dead. No, I'm good. We're going to wait on quarterback for right now. At wide receiver, uh, I'm really actually debating between Corey Davis and Corderell Patterson, as crazy as that sounds. I know Corey Davis is coming off a really shitty game. I think Corey Davis is a buy low right now. Because Corey Davis... is still getting a ton of targets. Corey Davis um, has also showed us in games already that he can put up big numbers, even with Zach Wilson at quarterback. So this team is struggling, obviously. But if you look at the numbers, like, yes, week two against New England is tough because they're going to put guys like J.C. Jackson on you and you're not really going to have a chance. But look at week one, five for 97, two touchdowns. Like Games like that are going to come spiraling back around again. Um, New England, really tough pass defense. Denver, really tough pass defense, especially in Denver. Ten targets still. I think things are going to look up for Corey Davis. Oh, we're about to be a pick away. 
So we had Elijah Mitchell, Tyson Williams, Trey. Elijah Mitchell pitch, I think, I think was a good pick. I think when he once he comes back, he becomes the guy again in San Francisco's backfield. What are we doing with Tyson? What are we doing with Trey Sermon? I'm holding on to both of them. Hold on to both of them. Tyson, you're definitely holding on to. He's still running uh, the most routes and playing the most snaps in this backfield for Baltimore. So he's still like the starter. He's still the guy there technically, even though the production is not matching. Trey Sermon, I'm a little bit more worried about. I hold on, I hold on to him for one more week. One more week and see what happens there. We're actually going to take Cordell Patterson, man. I'm just going to take Oral Patterson here and not think too much about it. I cry sometimes. I cry sometimes about Cordell. Um, what was I looking at? Oh, I want to see the Jets' upcoming schedule. The fuck did I type in there? Did I have a seizure midway through it. Okay, so they play. Okay, so they got it on the Broncos. So look at this upcoming schedule, man. This upcoming schedule for them outside of the Patriots, Titans, Falcons, Patriots, Bengals. Colts haven't been good. Um, Dolphins have been terrible. The Texans have been terrible. The Eagles have not been good. Like, you've got a lot, a lot. Dolphins again, Jaguars, Buccaneers, pass defense have been terrible. You have a lot, a lot of really good matchups in the passing game for the Jets. You don't want to own anybody, but Corey Davis, I feel like, has some really good big games ahead of him. Um, so Corey Davis is certainly a buy low that you really don't have to pay shit for right now. So right now we're looking at a squad of Josh Allen, C-Mac, Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon, Corral Patterson, DK Metcalf, DJ Moore, Debo Samuel, Corey Davis. I do not have a tight end yet. I think I'll be able to sit on that because no one really wants anybody on this list. Tanyan. I can't believe some of you guys actually like Tanyan coming into the year. I'm fucking joking. I know. I loved him. It was a miss. It was a bad pick. Fuck you guys. You know, I didn't pick him anyway. Thankfully, Animal jumped up like four rounds unnecessarily to take him in the E-Town get down, so I didn't have to. Good times. Um, Juju want absolutely nothing to do with. He's hurt right now, and he stinks. DJ Chark, I think, at the 9-5 is nice. They'll have their their on and off games there in Jacksonville. Oh, and speaking of, we were talking about the um the Cincinnati Bengals banged up secondary. A woozy, their safety. Uh I'm looking at this Jacksonville defense. One, because this is gonna be a funnel defense for Cincinnati. They're very good against the run, actually. Held down the cook to like 20 for 60, David Montgomery for 20 for 60. They're, they're very good against the run. And with the banged up safety and cornerback group, I think we're looking at a big passing day for Trevor Lawrence. It might not be efficient. might be another two to three picks for him, but I think we'll have garbage time. I think we'll have a lot of long field, uh, down the field type throws. So we are looking at Trevor Lawrence, and we like 251.5 passing yards. The over. I'm not going to fuck around and try to decide which wide receiver is going to do well. On the flip side, Joe Burrow, they're running the ball a ton. Joe Mixon, 102.5. 102.5. I kind of want to take the under on that, but we'll let that sit. Mm, is it the only over-under they have right now? Can I just let me go to NFL? So if you pick two, if you pick two of these over-unders and you choose them right, you're getting three X your money, which is awesome. Oh, so you can oh, this is a Thursday night game. No wonder. We're two picks away. Ah, fuck. Someone took Emmanuel Sanders. I should have taken him. I don't know what I'm thinking here. I keep thinking that, like, I have time. I, I could stack him with Cole Beasley. Sterling Shepard's hurt with the hamstring. Man, Robbie Anderson all the way down here, huh? Someone take. Ah, someone took Darnold already. Fuck. 
Book. That would have been a nice. Oh, Kirk is an easy slam here if he lasts to me. And he did not. Sick fucking story of my life. I bet Cole Beasley gets sniped here for me too. I put I put significant dollar bills on it. All right, there's one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Give me killer COVID Cole, baby. Give it to me. Give me the rap extraordinaire, Cole Beasley. Let's go. Let him drop to me, Cole Beasley. These other picks are fucking measly. Make y'all look like fucking Ron Weasley. Yeah. Girl. Mr. Cole Beasley. We got him at the 10-9, so now we've got five wide receivers. Uh, Beasley's going to have his up-and-down games, man. It's like Sanders. It's like Diggs. They're all going to do it. It's going to be a carousel of big games and shit games, but most of the time this Buffalo passing offense is going to skyrocket. They're going to be throwing the ball at a clip of 65 to 70% in neutral game scripts. Uh, let's check that out, actually. So one of the sites I like to use is called sharpfootballstats.com, and this is like really in-depth type stats. Uh, in terms of like formation and play player personnel. So we're going to look at pass to run ratio. So Buffalo's at 60%. Um, but I have a feeling there's so much data on this site that it takes forever to load. Plus my live streaming will slow this shit down tremendously. So what we want to do when you hear neutral game script, you mean when the game is like within reach. So we're going to go up or down a touchdown to make sure it's not they're not leading by too much or not trailing by too much to skew the game script. Mm. Come on. Change to seven, sirs. Good, sirs. Yep, so Buffalo, top five in neutral game script passing rates. Tampa Bay, number one at 72%. That's insane. Pittsburgh at 65. The Chargers at 65. Denver at 65. Buffalo at 63%. Again, top five in pass rate. So anytime that they are not up by like 72 points, they're throwing the ball. Oh, we are bike on the clock. Let's see what we got going on at the tight end position. Uh, they're starting to go off. Dallas Goddard stinks. Jared Cook stinks. Man, everybody on this list stinks. Oh, boy. Probably shouldn't have waited this long, huh? Fuck. Well, since we waited, we might as well wait a little bit longer. Let's grab our second quarterback. Listen, listen. No, no. Ah! Uh, yeah, we'll let the Q fucking run it up for us and grab James Conner as our fifth running back, whatever. I want to. I'm. Not, I'm going to let these quarter, these rookie quarterbacks fall. See how how far they actually end up falling. I feel like Justin Fields might come off the board earlier than I think. Put him in the queue. There's no one else I really want at the quarterback position here, though. Daniel Jones, I feel like, is an extreme value all the way down here at quarterback 24. He's putting up fantasy numbers. It's funny. These games, I, I feel like these games are good to play. These drafts are good to do right now because people are so obsessed with the last week. Like, Daniel Jones, the first two weeks for fantasy, had a shit game against Falcons, and now no one wants to draft him. It's fun. It's, it's funny how that kind of shit works, isn't it? It's hilarious. Hmm. 
God, I don't want anything to do with Goddard, but I need a tight end. He's literally not doing anything. He's getting worse. Somehow Zach Ertz keeps getting older and Dallas Goddard keeps getting worse in fantasy. Benjamin Goddard. Dallas Button. I got a headache. So many damn screens I'd be staring at. Chuba at the eleven ten. Eh. Eh. Oh, we're not up for how how many? Oh, I'm not up for another nine picks. Um, what was I looking at? Yeah, the neutral pass rate. Run scripts in New Orleans, 46%, Tennessee, Chicago, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Ugly, 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 ugly for those teams. Y'all should go sign up for underdog. I'm going to put the link in the chat right now and actually pin it. So if you're not already signed up, just click the link right in the chat. Okay. Um sorry, I was some I was blocking some uh some weirdos in the in the chat. We are six picks away. This is eighteen rounds, by the way, and uh you start the best players at each position each week. The software does that for you. So again, make sure you sign up for underdog. And use the link in the description. $10 on top of your $10. Hello, Sean. Hey. All right. Um, after I make these next two picks, we will start to take some Q&A from the chat. I didn't even mean to click that. Fuck. How do I get that off? Whatever. Jeremy, shut the fuck up about underdog already. Damn. Well, here's the thing. Underdog pays me to make content. And you watch the content I make about underdog. So if so facto, me and underdog are both your fucking boss, Jerry. We own you. We live rent free. The government gave us housing in your fucking brains. All right, who do we get? Justin Fields, Dallas Goddard. Which of these shitty options do we want worse on our team? All right, I guess we're going to have to go with the second quarterback. Yeah, we're taking Justin Fields. Yeah, we're taking Fields. He's not even going to end up being the starter, huh? All right, let's take some questions from the chat. Someone just dropped Galladay on the waiver wire. Should I try to snatch him and drop Juju? I will say, um, yeah, I would definitely drop Juju for him. I'm not going to go nuts on Galladay. I think 
I think better days are ahead for sure. But he's kind of showing us he's just like a wide receiver three without a huge weekly ceiling because Daniel Jones doesn't put up huge um, numbers in the passing area. So, yeah, I, I would go in on Kenny Galladay. I wouldn't really drop more than like 10 to 15 percent of fab, though. What else do we got here? Oh, my God. Way too many questions. I wish I didn't say I was doing this. Sorry. Let me grab the last. Uh... Underdog got you by the ball is correct. And we're dropping them straight on your forehead. You're underneath us. They're jerking me off and we're letting it unload on you. It's a beautiful thing. You're still sitting in here watching my content, watching my face, staring at their platform. It's incredible. You probably got your dick out behind the screen, too. It's talking about having having you by the balls. Me and Underdog have have you literally by your head. Okay, where are we at? We still don't have a tight end. You love to see that. Uh, Jonah Smith stinks. Let's go, Russ. Let's go with fucking Gerald Everett. He's running a lot of routes. He's not doing anything with them. But I think the bigger days are ahead. Could have went with Austin Hooper there. A-Rob or Jamar Chase rest of the season? I don't even think this is close. It's got to be Jamar Chase. Tim Patrick or Henry Ruggs? Um, rest of season, I'm probably going to take... I'm probably going to take Tim Patrick, actually, straight up. I was going to say Jerry Judy's coming back, so he's going to take a, a back seat to it. But what I think we're going to see happen is just Tim Patrick play a lot in three wide receiver sets. It's going to be him, Sutton, and then Judy in the slot, which is what we saw in the beginning of the year because KJ Hamler's out. Uh, Ruggs is presenting some nice upside, though. I think both of them are pretty good options. I just don't have faith that this uh, LV offense will continue doing what they're doing. Rashad Bateman, rest of season. I love Rashad Bateman. He is one of my, he's probably my favorite rookie prospects in a long time. I think he's an unbelievable wide receiver. I think his route running is very similar to a guy like Justin Jefferson. I think that um, Hollywood Brown's been playing really well, though. I think this is an offense that's not going to pass the ball a lot. So I'm not going to go nuts with Rashad Bateman. I will <laughs> pray for him. I will say um, I think he'll be a flex play within a couple of weeks of returning. I think it'll be a nice little flex play that I'm excited to get into my lineups, but I'm not going to go over crazy about him because they do have three solid passing options now with Bateman, Mark Andrews, and um, Hollywood Brown. What do I do with Julio Jones? I mean, you do what everybody's going to do. You're going to play him if he's playing on Sunday with A.J. Brown out, and you're going to hold him if not. Should I trade Car trade Chris Carson for Diggs straight up? Uh, I would take the Diggs side there. Brandon Ayuk or Jacoby Myers rest of season? Give me Ayuk. I think he's still got pretty high touchdown upside.
Miles Sanders rest of the season bounce back week. Uh, I just don't. I think you saw like what a lot of his games are going to be like. He's. I'm telling you, he's like Joe Mixon. He's like Gibson. He's like these guys that he, he's got a much lower floor than those guys do weekly. But he's probably got the same ceiling, which is not going to come unless he makes a big play or gets the goal line carry. Which this offense is not very predicated on making happen right now. So Miles Sanders rest of the season. I mean, he's a shitty RB two, a flex play that that might break off big plays. But I don't really want anything to do with Sanders. I, I see your comment. I just saw I, I saw the wrong comment. I don't know. I don't know what your other comment was. I'm sorry. Where are we at with Ayuk? We're holding. We're holding. Um, I don't know if I'm necessarily confident enough to start him, but it was great to it was great to see him running all the all the all the routes. He was on there for basically every snap on uh, Sunday night, so you know he's back to his starting role. I think he'll continue to get better and better. I'm not doing sit starts right now, y'all. No sit starts. My rankings come out Thursday around noon. Um, so if you want to just not make your sit start decisions and have me make them for you, that's what the rankings are for. You can get them on bdge.store forward slash community. You guys really just going to keep just dropping names in and saying ROS? Player X, rest of season. Rest of season. Do less. Do less. Do less. Like Do nothing. You can't do nothing, but you got to do less. All right. Um, what do we got here? So we need a couple more wide receivers. Devontae Parker, Nelson Aguilar. Is there anyone that we really like down here? Do we just run up the double stack on Gabriel Davis now? We should, that'd be really irresponsible to take him right now while these other guys are still on the board. Uh, Devontae Parker, I think, will have fine games. Nelson Aguilar. We'll go with Parker here. I'm, I mean, I'm not obviously not excited about the pick, but. He'll have some fine games. He'll be better than throwing dart throws here. At this point in the season, like I, I think there are dart throws worth taking, and then there are guys that you know that we were taking dart throws on in the in the offseason that just don't deserve to have those dart throws anymore. Like Amon Ross St. Brown, for instance. Wait, let's go to back. Let's go back to pick them Thursday night games. So we got over 251.5 passing yards for Trevor Lawrence. James Robinson, I just don't trust because the Cincinnati run defense is good, man. I don't think he's going to be able to get a lot going. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon. They're trying to run the ball so fucking much. I feel like they're going to try to do that, too. They were going to play scared, and they're going to be like, it's Jacksonville. If we just keep running and running and running and running, there's no way Jacksonville could actually beat us. Wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville actually won this fucking game, to be honest. Tyler Boyd. Uh, I like the Tyler Boyd over here. Who's his cornerback matchup for this week? Let's see. If they have him up. I'll grab Aguilar here if I can. Let's go. All right, cool. Let's grab Nelson Aguilar. Was I looking up Boyd, right?
Load for us one time, baby. One time. Ah, they probably don't have the cornerback rankings or matchups up yet. It's unfortunate. Could look at PFF, I believe, though. That'll show us who they project to have. I think T. Higgins is going to be out again, which means more involvement for just all of the wide receivers, obviously. Jamar Chase, listen, he's been great. I, I, I still feel a little bit iffy betting on him just because I feel like he's very predicated on big passes. I'm going to take the over 61.5 for Tyler Boyd receiving yards here. We're going to throw 10 bucks on it to win 30. We're going to submit that shit. We're going to sit back and watch the revenue fly out of our bank accounts. I got to pee really bad. I'll leave the board up on the screen for y'all. Have fun yelling amongst yourselves for the next minute or so. Oh, I mean, while you're chilling here, also go sign up for the NFL Top Shot. The link is in the description of the video. That shit's going to be fun. We're going to make a lot of content on it. Hello, people. Hope you didn't miss me too much. Did we miss our last draft pick? Oh, we're two picks away. Let's go. I think there's only two rounds left, right? What round are we in right now? 16. Okay, there's 18 rounds. We've got two picks left. Ty Johnson, no. Gabriel Davis, no. Is there anyone good left? We might need to grab a third quarterback. Slim Pickens at oh we need another tight end too. Ertz, Jarwin, is Schultz Schultz already got taken, I'm assuming. Yeah, for sure. For sure, bro. Fuck. I was gonna take Ertz. There are no tight ends left, man. I should not have waited this long. I'll take Jarwin. I know uh Schultz seems like the guy there right now, but I think them two will switch on and off days going forward. 
I'd pick up Schultz though if I was if I was tight end needy. All right, Trent. All right, Mr. Trent. Quit your yelling. There's no yelling on a Wednesday. Amari and Ty Williams for Darrell Henderson and A-Rob. So you're giving up Amari and Tyson Williams for Darrell Henderson and A-Rob. Um, I mean, Amari's an upgrade over A-Rob. Henderson's an upgrade over Tyson Williams. I don't I mean I don't think there's a clear winner there. I'd probably I'd probably take the Henderson and A-Rob side though. Can we get a rally behind my question? I'm going to grab a, another wide receiver probably. I guess I could do this the secondary stack here of Gabriel Davis. Is there anyone that actually scores points on this list still left? Not really. I can grab Kadarius Tony. I think he's an interesting ad right now. An interesting buy. I'm, I'm going to take Tony over uh over Gabriel Davis, because Gabriel Davis just does absolutely nothing. And Tony now has a very clear path to, to winning playing time going forward. Shepard and Slayton should both be out this week, so he should be operating on every down basis. And then I have two shit tight ends. I should probably grab a third tight end, but fuck that. Position doesn't matter. I should maybe grab another running back, because we have C-Mac as our one. Is there anyone that scores points here? No. I can grab J.J. Taylor as the James White replacement. Malcolm Brown's a guy that will give points going forward. Not often, but he'll do it every once in a while. He'll fuck around. Nobody else on this list. Maybe Kyle Juszczyk Kyle might be a sneaky good 18th round best ball pick. I don't think any they trust anybody in that 49ers backfield. Let's see, we got Ty Johnson, Zach Pascal. That's a good pick. Max Williams to a Tagliavulia. I need some water. Also, I'm going to be going live tomorrow uh, for about an hour or so, setting all my lineups, some actual Q&As for you guys. So again, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you got notifications on. Let you know when I go live. Do I take a third quarterback here? What do you guys think? Josh Allen and Justin Fields. Do I take a third quarterback? Let me go back to some news. 
Yeah, the Bengals are fucked up. Like I said, that's why I like the over on um, on the Jacksonville Jaguars. KJ Hamler on the IR, obviously. T. Higgins probably going to be out again, man. Patriots work out. Rykel Armstead. Yuck. Another injury to the offensive line of the Giants, man. They are. Saquon Barkley about to average 1.4 yards per carry. Entire Eagles group is fucking hurt. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack should go to the 49ers. I've been saying that since the summer. I've been saying if you were a dynasty owner of Marlon Mack, hold on to him in case for some reason he ends up with the Niners. I feel like that could happen. I wouldn't hate that at all. Yeah, nothing sexy. No, we're not dropping field yet. We're drafting fields. We don't drop them. We draft them, baby. Yeah, let's see what quarterbacks we got left here. Oh, Jimmy G. Let's go. I got stacks galore right now. I can go Zach Wilson and Corey Davis. I can go Jimmy G in San Francisco or Jimmy G and Debo. We'd love to see it. It's all around fucking Pringle stacks here. I'm going to grab Jimmy G. Make the fucking pick, guy. He's going to take Jimmy G now because he timed out. Yeah, you're a fucking schmuck. Boom. Cool. All right, so that's the final team for y'all. We have Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Jimmy G, C-Mac, Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon. Um, I wonder if I can take the... I wonder if I could take this link. Y'all, do me a favor. Do me a favor real quick. I'm going to put the link to this draft in the live chat right now and let me know if you guys can actually see it as in like if you guys can click on the link and it'll take you to it because otherwise i will put that link i'll put that link in the description so you guys can see the board to see how people are valuing players now you know what i'm saying you know what i mean or if it only lets me see it because it's my account you know Can you even click that link from the from the chat, or is it just showing up like a piece of shit link? Got it. Are you talking to me right now, Carl? Yeah, it says we have to log in. All right. For any of you guys that have Underdog, though, does it allow you to see it? Will Fuller misses practice with the injury. That's why I fucking drafted Devontae Parker. Sharp. Big sharp energy. I got it. Cool. All right, cool. Uh, I will drop the link for this for this draft uh, in the description of the video as well. While you're down there, you can go check out a whole bunch of shit. Go download Underdog, obviously. Use promo code BDGE. It'll match you $10 on it. Um, sign up for our Big Dogs community on BDGE.store. 
bg.sor forward slash community. That's where you'll get rankings. That's where you'll get into the Discord. That's where you'll get first dibs on getting into these drafts with me, all that kind of shit. Uh, anything I talked about in the video will be linked down below. I love you all. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I will be biked tomorrow for a video where I set all of my lineups for y'all live in person, straight from the fingertips. Love you. Bye. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save